0: I'm your host, Ava, and these are our panelists. Hi, I'm August. Hi, I'm Catherine. Okay, today we'll be talking about the Venezuelan crisis and how government corruption affects the health and wellness of Venezuela's people. What is the state of Venezuela like right now? The
1: health healthcare in Venezuela is at an all-time low, and over 13,000 doctors have fled the country in the last four years. And also... um, There are children in hospitals suffering from malnutrition and lack vaccinations. So pretty much the Venezuelan people are unable to get the health care that they need to survive and um, get better. Mm -hmm.
2: Going back to what you said about the hospitals, um, patients who try to go to the hospitals must bring their own medical supplies supplies, such as syringes, um, band-aids, their own soap, food, and water. And along with that, maternal deaths are up to 65%, and it just shows how bad the situation is
1: there. Yeah, um, and also families are like struggling to survive inside Venezuela. While um, other families are trying to make desperate journeys to leave their home and their country entirely. So it's just really bad right now. So basically, it's like
0: complete chaos. There's like protests. A lot of people are suffering from hunger and diseases. A lot of people are on the streets. And believe it or not, 18 years ago, Venezuela actually was the richest country in the world. And they were praised worldwide for their government. And they had the lar- largest oil reserves. So what happened from that time period?
2: I think what happened was on November 13th, 2013, Nicolas Maduro was elected president right after the health crisis began in 2012, which was actually after the economic crisis in 2010. And the economic crisis was when oil prices plummeted and caused the economy to crash. And so this was just when Venezuela took a turn for the worse.
0: Uh, so basically, after Maduro's election, he the people trust him because they really liked the president for him. But ever since his election, GPD, the GPD has dropped like great, like. Um, rapidly, more than the Great Depression, and um, it's just complete chaos now. And but and the people have like no voice because he's basically just made made the government like a socialist government, which is what Russia likes. Moving we on to a different question, how is Venezuela handling this crisis? So it seems like Venezuela is trying to figure
2: things out on their own with no additional help from other countries. Uh, I think this is mainly Maduro's doing, and it's costing the country like a ton because he doesn't want to let aid in because he thinks that people would see that other countries are giving them aid and so that people wouldn't see him as the leader. They'd see... The other countries as leaders
1: yeah i'm sort of adding on to what august said um maduro pretty much thinks that by receiving aid from other countries um it'll make his country look less um strong and it'll make it look weak and that it depends on other other countries help and um that ties along with what i was going to say with um how most leaders they really they only want the best for their countries and they'll do whatever it takes. Like for example, Abraham Lincoln is said to be one of the best leaders in U.S. history, and this is because he one he led the U.S. through the American Civil War and he um, enacted measures to abolish slavery. But Maduro, on the other hand, won't like save his people and allow people to help just because he doesn't want to look he doesn't want his country to look weak.
0: Yeah, and this kind of connects, I feel like Venezuela's, like, state right now is kind of like China, how China was when Mao was in power, because pe- many people died when Mao was in power, and, like, the they kind of lied about the statistics in the country, and I feel like both leaders did not, like, with Mao and Mao in China, he lied about the grain, he made it seem like he had so much grain, but he could have given the grain out to the, his people, so they won't said they wouldn't have to starve to death. But which is the same way with Maduro, because Maduro wants to look like strong, I guess. And so he doesn't want to show any countries that he needs help, which is what they're both doing, which is kind of because they have a lot of pride for their country. hmm. Also,
2: adding on to what Catherine said about Maduro in a New York Times article, it says that Maduro just let the Red Cross come into Venezuela to help the people and supply them with medical aid. And so maybe Maduro is seeing that, like, he can have help from countries.
1: Yeah. Maybe he's realizing that it will be better off if his country – he might be realizing that it makes his country look even more weak weak if his – People are starving to death and like dying off. So then that probably slapped some like, sense into development and like made him realize that he needs to do something about his people.
0: And it also mm-hmm. shows how the conditions are so bad that Maduro has finally accepted help. Yeah. Um. And should we well, answer? There's been a bunch of like power outs in Venezuela. What? Uh, there's this one. There's this one yeah. power out where like the whole entire country, like, was, like, lights out, and it kind of shows that Maduro does not have anything under control, and, like, during that power out, people started protesting, and it got violent, and they went to the hospitals, and the doctors didn't have any, like, any of the medical, like, supplies that they needed, so many people died through, because the protests got violent, and they went to the hospitals for aid, but they... The hospitals didn't have anything to help them. And so they just, many people just die inside the hospitals, like resting mm-hmm. in the hospital. Yeah, this shows
2: that people, like, they try to fight back Maduro, but they can't because if they do, they'll probably end up being killed by Maduro's officials. Yeah. Going back to what you said about the inflation, it's up 1,300,000% in 2018. And because of this, many people have turned to the black market because $1 for the U.S. equals or 637 bolivars. Um, and this just shows how like worthless their
0: currency is. Yeah. And I going back to the very beginning. You guys were talking about the conditions of the Venezuelan people. How what were you saying about the type of diseases everyone was? Um, how they're lacking vaccinations. Yeah, vaccinations. Well, it's like I feel like they're suffering like physically from like hunger and like the, just the chaos going around. But they're also suffering. I think they're suffering more mentally because, um. They kind of feel like they have. They kind of feel like they're trapped. They have no money and they have nowhere to go, which is what's kind of happened in Animal Farm, where the and the pigs, Napoleon, kind of messed with their minds to make them think a different way, and that's kind of what Maduro did. I think he kind of like the people were so excited for his like presidency, but then slowly, like he kind of took away their hope of like change.
1: Yeah, they've pretty much like lost all their moral resources, and they sort of just um, they don't really know where to turn because they're just stuck in this like state of mind where they can't do anything about it because they don't have help from other countries and they there's really not much they can do.
0: Yeah, and so they're and like they can't they can't like go anywhere else because they don't have enough money to leave, mm-hmm. and so they're just like suffering mentally. The suicide rates have actually gone up in Venezuela. Because they kind of just feel trapped and like, what's the, what's like, they don't really what's, see the point of living. More, yeah, that's all.
2: Agreeing with what you said about animal farm, Napoleon the pig kind of seems like Maduro because he's keeping complete control for himself. Just like Napoleon did in animal farm. And it seemed like um, the conditions for the regular animals in animal farm were very bad. Just like how they are in Venezuela.
0: Yeah, because Maduro like manipulated like he just like Napoleon slowly they kind of he just kind of gained complete power. And Venezuela is actually a democratic government, but now it's become like a socialist because he keeps on winning the elections every year, but you're rigged. And um, And going back to what August was just saying, about how the Venezuelan people are kind of like the animals, Napoleon and Maduro like too, because they're while everyone's suffering, they're kind of just like hanging out and like not doing anything.
1: Yeah, he's not helping at all. He's not. He's only thinking for himself. He's not really um, thinking on behalf of his like people. More so, just for his country. Um, and so also in a New York Times article, um, the paragraph it says like how has maduro retained power and in the paragraph it says that he has blamed sanctions imposed by the u.s um others have attributed venezuela's economic demise to mismanagement and corruption so basically like he people they like can't really rebel against him like he's still is retaining his power by like um blaming like the sanctions on like other countries
0: yeah and Agreeing, Catherine, I. This kind of like we're learning about this in history, like what makes a good leader. Mm-hmm. I feel like Maduro is showing, like, what makes a bad leader. He's like blaming other yeah. countries. He's like. Catherine was talking about Abraham Lincoln, how he was. How he was ambition. His ambitions were for his country, not for himself. And mm-hmm. I just feel Maduro is what. A bad example of a leader
1: yeah he's like the perfect example for what a bad leader is yeah um
0: and so moving on to a different question
1: what, are other, like, what are other countries views on the crisis so currently russia and cuba are in support of maduro but there are also other countries that are determined to help the citizens like such as um colombia brazil and peru and they've taken in thousands of refugees and the, the refugees have settled into their countries and they've provided um, like shelter and care for them and also um, many organizations in the US have been spreading awareness of the crisis and have been asking for donations.
2: Relating Ava's question to history, um, during World War II when Hitler was trying to take over the world, Um, Lots of countries had different opinions on this. And so when they all allied to form an army that defeated the Nazis, it showed how strong their opinions could be and like how they worked together to fix a problem that was in a different country. So maybe if a lot of countries did the same thing with allying together, um, maybe they could all solve the Venezuelan crisis.
0: Um grain of August, going back to the Cold Wars, tensions rose between the u s. and Russia, and the u s. used the policy of containment, which was to prevent um, Russia from influencing other countries based on their government. And with Venezuela's state right now, both countries have been recently involved a lot. So, moving on to question number four, what are some
1: solutions to this crisis? Okay, so, um, I thought, I said, like, one of the only ways that, like, Venezuela's government would be able to get back on track is if Maduro gets kicked out of office, and I think that assassinating him will not, that won't really solve it, it'll just cause more chaos, and, um, what... Needs to be done is Maduro needs to step down from office. So, if we, if like enough countries are aware of it and they persuade him and like make him aware of like all of the harm he's causing, then maybe it'll cause him to step down for office or he can get impeached.
0: Yeah, agreeing with Catherine, the United States interviewing him to other countries is not resulted in any good, and so there there should not be any assassinations. Assassination attempts. And the best way, but the best way to um, help Venezuela is now that Venezuela has finally allowed aid, we, we should, countries should donate money to Venezuela and use it for mail supplies. Along with that, I think that
2: other countries, including the U.S., should provide vaccinations for 95% to 100% of the population in Venezuela. These vaccinations could be for tuberculosis, measles, and diphtheria, which are all treatable with vaccines. And we could get the word out about these vaccines by posting billboards, handing out flyers, posting on social media, and yeah also there is already an organization that is helping with these vaccines and so i think that we could use that organization to give out the vaccines
1: and what organization is that
2: oh pan american health organization
1: yeah and also going back to what um said earlier with the raising money, I think that's a really good idea. And I think that the money that we raise and like events and uh, flowers and stuff could be put towards the vaccinations for the people in Venezuela. Mm
2: -hmm. Also, we could try to supply medical aid to the surrounding countries by Venezuela. And that way that if people from Venezuela tried to flee There would be medical aid in other countries for them.
1: Yeah, and going back to what you said earlier about the raising awareness, um, I sort of thought that maybe, like, if if as many people knows, if I mean, the more people that know about the crisis, the better. So I, like, maybe um, people either living in Venezuela or maybe people helping out and working in Venezuela could come to like schools and work places and events in America to just let them know and talk about all the horrible conditions that are going on so then the people would be more aware and maybe will be more um motivated to donate for the cause.
0: Mm, yeah, I think that's a good idea. And I know you were talking about um vaccinations in Venezuela, but is there any other medical supplies that we can send them?
2: I think we could send them things like Soap, water, maybe toothbrushes, and food in maybe something like a care package, and that could help the citizens a lot.
0: Um, what so I feel like we kind of skipped past like what are the we need to like this is actually like a major crisis, so what are like the real conditions? And like, like in Venezuela, we talked about there's just diseases, but what type of diseases are being spread around Venezuela? Um,
2: I think. Diseases like tuberculosis, measles, and diphtheria are all being spread around Venezuela. And I think like most of the people are dying from these diseases. Mm -hmm. So it would really help if we got vaccinations for them.
1: Yeah. And also um, like thousands of children are suffering in hospitals due to malnutrition. So like lack of food and nutrition. So they've all become like extremely weak and tired.
0: Yeah, and like the United States, from vaccinations, we have been able to like, like eliminate um, certain diseases like measles. But there have been certain outbreaks in the United States, and it can get very measles are actually very contagious. And in Venezuela, in Venezuela, um, twenty four states in Venezuela have been affected by measles, and so vaccinations would be a great solution to this because vaccinations can actually lower the amount of diseases that are being spread around, like very contagious diseases and um, by giving medical aid to other countries, it's easier to give the people a place to go to because Venezuela is not in the best condition right now. And, yeah.
2: Agreeing with what Catherine said about malnutrition, according to the According to John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, in 2016, 756 women died and 11,466 children died under the age of one. And so I bet a lot of those deaths were caused from diseases. So that shows that the vaccinations would, would help a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: And, yeah, we definitely need to spread awareness around because Venezuela people are asking for, like, help and aid. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's kind of hard for them to, like, um, to spread it because they're very, um, no, never
1: mind. Like isolated. Like, yeah, Venezuela and, is very isolated. And also, like, not a lot of people know about what's going on in in Venezuela. I, I mean... Uh, I actually, I was with my mom... We, my mom didn't even, she knew there was
0: a problem in Venezuela, but she didn't know how t- bad it was. After, But we listened to this podcast by The Daily about how the power went out and how terrible the conditions were. And how everyone just d- started dying and the doctors couldn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And it's just terrible. And Maduro, and no one, no one really hears about it because Maduro does not like their conditions being out That's why a lot of their statistics have been lied about. And doctors could get in trouble for telling how bad these conditions are. Because in the podcast, he was talking to one of the doctors, but he wasn't allowed to, like, say who his name was. And he wasn't allowed to show the audio of him because he can get in serious trouble by talking about what's going on in Venezuela right now. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, so I think, like, podcasts and social media posts could get the word, could get the word out about Venezuela, just like how Ava, just like Ava was saying.
0: Yeah, because, like, no one in our class knew about the Venezuelan crisis. We just kind of, like, did you know about the Venezuelan crisis before we talked about it? No, I
1: learned so much after reading a bunch of the different articles. I barely knew anything about what was going on and how it's like in Venezuela before. Yeah,
0: and this is, like, this is not history. It's, like, happening right now Mm
1: -hmm. yeah this is real and it's It's happening happening. right now and nothing's going to happen if we don't do something about it and help all those people that are suffering
0: Mm -hmm. okay guys that's it i'm thank you for listening and i hope you're more aware of what's going on in venezuela right now
2: and don't forget to spread awareness about the venezuelan crisis And make sure to donate to organizations such as the Pan American Health Organization or other organizations that help with the Venezuelan crisis.